0: He says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and we will be glad in it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we continue with what we were sharing. And I would just like to place it before us. We are continuing with the teaching that we were learning on that living daily with and in the word of God. Living daily with and in the word of God we'll read our texts the ones that we read we continue to read them because they will be the main they're the main foundation of it all john chapter 1 verse 1 to 5 where the bible says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things were made through him and without him nothing was made that was made in him was life and the life was the light of men And the light shines in the darkness and the darkness did not comprehend it then we read colossians chapter 1 verse 12 to 16 where the word of god says giving thanks to the father who has qualified us he has qualified you and me to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light he has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love he is or rather in whom we have redemption through his blood the forgiveness of sins he is the image of the invisible god the firstborn over all creation for by him all things were made that are in heaven that are on earth visible and invisible Whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created through him and for him. You can go back to the message of last week if you want to get the foundation of whatever it is that we were sharing on. That is as we began last week. But we left last week at this particular point where we had shared and say that the word of God is the closest way that God saw it fit to reveal himself to you and to me and also to be able to relate with you and to be able to relate with me that is the word of God it is the closest way he could be able to find to relate with you and to relate with me and so you realize as he comes in back again he puts it and he says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God. And then he says that all things were made by him and through him and for him, as we have read in Colossians. Thus, he is the closest thing to you when it becomes it comes to anything to be between God and you, or between the Father and you, or between the Son and you, or between the Holy Spirit and you. It is the word of God. That is the closest. Thing that God has brought to you. Now, if you want to experience him and you want to know him, make sure that you don't alienate yourself from that word. That is the word of God. You realize right out of the room, it is the same word that came forth that created the earth. Now, we say one thing that, you know, nature and creation, they have their own story to tell about God. Uh, we, We read, as the Bible tells us in Romans chapter 1, verse 20, that for since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes are clearly seen. Hear that. Since the creation of the world, God's invisible attributes, they are clearly seen. Although He's invisible, all His attributes, the invisible attributes of our God, they are clearly seen. That's what the Word of God tells us in Romans chapter 1 verse 20. He says, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and Godhead, so that we are without excuse. It's interesting. He says that, you know, human beings, men and women alike, we are without excuse if at all we are not able to see the invisible attributes of god that are before us if at all we are not able to see his eternal power if at all we are not able to see his you know the eternal the aspect of his godhead he says all those things strange enough they are revealed in the creation that he has made but then we touched and we say that You must have a very focused eye to be able to see those particular attributes and those particular, and the the eternal, his eternal power and his Godhead. You must have a very attentive ear to be able to hear the message that creation or nature is passing across unto you and unto me every day, telling you, pay attention. God is speaking unto you. God is reaching, it out, uh, reaching out unto you. But we realize, just as you know, if you were to jump to Psalms 19, to, to verse 2 and 3, it says, day unto night utters speech. That is, day and night speaks. And night unto night reveals, or rather day unto day utter speech. The day continues speaking, even now it is speaking. And he says, night unto night reveals knowledge. Then he says in verse 3, there is no speech, no language where their voice is not heard. Their line has gone through all the earth and their words to the end of the world. What is God saying? I am speaking moment by moment to you, my children, you, my sons and my daughters. Are you hearing me? And he, then Jesus speaks over and over again. To he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. He places the responsibility on you and on me. Ignorance is no excuse before God. Let me tell you something. We must wake up and realize that we've got a responsibility before the Father, before God, of how I conduct myself, how you conduct yourself in line with what he is speaking moment by moment in each one of our individual lives. He is a loving and a wonderful Father, but yet he continues to speak his word across unto us, and he expects us to align ourselves or to be aligned to that particular word, if at all we're going to see the goodness of the Lord, and the mercy and the favor of God at work in our lives, in the name of the Lord Jesus. So he says their words go to the end of the world. There is nowhere where his, you know, that voice, his words are not heard. And nobody can say, I didn't know. That is a strange thing. So the people who say, you know, when the end of the world comes, those ones who didn't know, what will they say now? none of us we are without excuse because we have heard somehow strange enough we have heard whether we like it or not we may say i never had. no he says you have heard because day has been speaking night has been speaking the creation has been speaking look at the sun if you are driven to look at the sun uh, at the sun alone Look at the the warmth that we enjoy when it is winter, everybody is covered all over. But when it is summer, everybody wants, you know, go to the beach and you'll see how human beings will behave. we remove everything, even if it were possible, people will be walking naked so that they may be able to have the sun, to be able to enjoy the warmth of the sun. That embrace. Already he's speaking unto you, t- telling you, if you come into my arms at the right time and in the right way, that's, you, know, you are secure, you are, you, you are held in that warm embrace and that loving embrace that completely invigorates your life and, you know, it, it, it channels life into you continually. But again on the other side. The same sun, if at all the things are wrong, it can dry up. Look at the other planets. They are all dry. Uh, Whatever it is, or, 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 look at Venus. There's a, uh, the ones that are closer even to the sun. They are completely fried up. They can't be able to survive whatsoever. He is a consuming fire. So he tells you, as much as I am good, I am also a, a consuming fire. That, you know, relate to me my way. Earth is in the right positioning that it relates to the sun in the right way it is not fried by the sun why because it is in the right positioning put yourself in the right positioning is telling you in relation to me so that you may be able to survive. You may experience my goodness. You may experience the wonder of my creation. You will be the blue planet in the, whole of cre- in the whole of creation. The only one that sustains life for the human being. You are the blessing that God has ordained to be in a particular given place. But your positioning with his word is very, very, very important. And uh, so we continue, he goes in and uh, he indicates to us, as he says, that God is spirit. And so he made you a spirit like him. He made me a spirit like him. And we realize it will therefore only be a spirit to spirit communication that will invigorate you, that will bring you up and hence, you know, inspire you in one way or another. That's the reason why he chooses his word to be the one that the closest way to relate to you because that word it is no longer having to go through a third party a tree so that it may be able to reach you that word is himself himself is coming to you and he, as he speaks unto you as you receive that word life is made manifest on the inside of you that's why you heard me tell you last time you might wonder you might say paul is becoming religious That's why you had me telling you that, you know, make as much effort as possible. Put this word into your spirit. Put this word into your spirit. Memorize this word, these writings of the prophets and the apostles. They heard from him. And those words are eternal. The word of God says that it is forever settled in heaven. It cannot change. The more you get it, whether you understand it or not, don't care. It is not a matter of your being able to grasp and understand everything. We can never understand God. Rest assured of that. So don't waste your time trying to grapple and say, I'll have to understand everything about this particular word. No, just take it as it is. In due time, he starts to remove the covers. And as he opens those covers, you suddenly discover what? I've never seen this bear before, but it has been here all along. And how sweet and how wonderful it is. The following day, the same word again, another cover will open, and you discover, oh my, how come I've never been seeing this? And you've been around for, you know, for 20 years, for 30 years, for 40 years, for 50 years, for 70 years, for 80 years, for 90 years, and I've never seen this. And now it is just becoming a reality. The wonder of the world. It is the spirit-to-spirit communication. That's what God is looking for here in Hope Community Church, West London, to start manifesting himself in your life and in my life. And so that spirit-to-spirit communication is the communication of the word, getting the word, getting the word into your spirit. We've been enabled, at least some of it has been recorded, make use of what has been recorded. People say, I've not been able to hear from God. I'm not hearing from God. And this word is there. Start looking at it over and over and over and over. You have the privilege to be able to hear from him in the name of Jesus. Don't just say that I'll sit here and say until I hear him speak. I'm not going to look at the Bible. I've had people saying that I don't read the Bible anymore. I don't look at any other scripture. I want to hear God himself speak to me. He chose Men and women through whom he has spoken. And when he has sent his word, he does not need to speak it again. What he has sent has already been given. Make use of that. If he decides to add you something more, you you will receive it. But already he has spoken so much. Grasp that one. Then as he speaks more, it will also be in line with what he has spoken. It will never be contrary to what he has spoken before. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ now look at it look at it now in this way so first and foremost the word as we have shared before the word created all things because he had you and me in mind if you go to genesis you will see what i'm talking about that long before you became you came to be long before man and woman were created what did the word do the world created the world He prepared the ground. He prepared everything. Why? Because he had you and me in mind. He prepared everything so that this wonderful you that he was going to make finally on the sixth day, after he makes you, he will make you occupy the wonderful world and the beautiful world that he had made. Because he loves you and he cares for you. I want you, my brother, my sister, live daily. With and in the word. If you look at the, uh, the whole earth, you start discovering how he longs for you. How he desires you. How he wants to fellowship with you. Don't abandon the word. Are you hearing me? Don't abandon the word. There is nothing as beautiful as this particular word. He has taken all the trouble to make sure that he has prepared all that there is, And then finally, do you know what he did? He breathed into you and into me the breath of life. So that you may be able to live. That continually you are linked unto him, the word. At all times, So he says, in the beginning was the word. And he's the Alpha and the Omega. He wants you to experience him more and more for the glory of his wonderful name. And so I urge you, my brother, my sister, seek to know this particular word. Seek to know what is in the mind of the word concerning you, concerning her, or concerning your family. Don't run to men and women to tell you what do you think God is telling me about what God is saying about me. No, he is a spirit to spirit. He does not have to go through men and women to speak to you. He is giving you the word and his spirit and he wants to have that one on one with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Then you will be established and grow firm in him as you love him and as you get to know him more and more. But I want you to look at the world and the earth as a whole that he made for us. As we have said that long before he formed you and me, he loved us so much that he prepared a wonderful world for us to occupy. And so seek to know him because whatever creation there is, if you want to get any goodness out of this particular earth and world, learn the word. Let the word sink and be the one that occupies you. He will be able to reveal you the nitty gritties of this particular life where we are you'll have to benefit you'll benefit a lot from the word in the name of jesus christ whether you are young or you are old in the name of jesus but i want you to look at what we have made the world to become i want you to look at what we have made the earth to become why by not living daily with and in the world Look at what the world has become because man and woman, men and women alike, we don't live daily with and in the world as the Lord has required of us. If you no, Leave alone the actions, the actions that we do. There's something I want to look at. Florence shared briefly on it when she was teaching the other Sunday that you know there's leave alone about the actions it's not so much the actions that we do the actions that we do are just but a tip of the iceberg the things that most of things that we act out they are just but a tip of the iceberg if we were to go slightly under you'll marvel at what it is that is under and as i was meditating on these it, it started coming to me if you go back to genesis you realize when God created everything, he said, it was very good. It was wonderful. Everything was perfect and nice. And then he placed us in that particular in that garden. And there's something interesting that he says, if you go to Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, there's a place where he says, both male and female, he made them. He made them in his image. Then he told them, multiply. And after telling them, multiply, he told them, and subdue the earth all right he gave them the command multiply and then subdue the earth but i want you to notice something that happens after issue, issue of, after they are told subdue the earth see what it is that they have done shortly after we sinned our, our great father our grandfather you know first man he, he, they sinned the man and the woman they sinned before the lord and then for the first time you know the earth never used to have thorns and thistles those were not plants that were there they were not there in the garden that when the lord created everything everything was good and perfect no plant would prick you and make you jump no there was nothing like that but after they had sinned, god now said because of your sin when you till the ground it will give you thorns and thistles they want something happened as a result of men and women not living daily with and in the world, thorns and the earth started producing thorns and thistles. Now, do you know what something is that happened? There had been no rain and no floods, so there was no soil erosion. There were no landslides. There were no volcanic activities in that before that particular time, up to the time of Noah. It's unlikely there was any such a thing, but. Until that moment, when uh, because of things t- turned around, man corrupted himself. The earth started producing thorns and thistles. Then there came the floods. You know, we've read of the Noah's flood. We, we, there came the landslide and the volcanic eruptions. All the earth revolted. There was something that was happening within earth. The earth revolted. And why did the earth revolt? The earth revolted because the one being which had been commissioned to subdue it, you and I, man and woman, they had been commissioned to subdue the earth. Instead of subduing the earth, they went contrary to what had been given unto them. And why? is because they were not living daily with and in the world. And hence the earth revolted. The earth could not come under subjugation. It will not be subdued by man. It could not be subdued by woman. Why? Because they disobeyed the word. If you want your earth to be subdued by you, if you want your circumstances to be subdued, my brother, if you want things to come in order under you and under your family, in each one of us, let us live daily with and in the word. I hope you're listening to me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ value this particular word as much as you can now look at it we raise our voices against the millions of abortions I say the actions that we do are just the tip of the iceberg we raise our voices against the abortions which is alright against murders which is alright against wars against rapes Against sexual assaults and against adulteries and fornications and all these particular things that happen all around us But as I've said, all of these are just but a tip of the iceberg And we get so angry about every single one of them But I want you to think about something Think about the amount of hatred, malice and anger that is in the hearts of men and women across the globe and what did Jesus say if I'm angry with you what have I become I'm a murderer it's not, there's no jokes he's saying already I am a murderer I've not chopped your head off but already God says as far as he's concerned because I'm so angry with you I am a murderer I've become a murderer can you tell me how many murderers we have on earth living right now? Mm. Ask yourself. Answer yourself. Can you imagine how many murderers might be looking at me or maybe looking at you right now? How many times have I been angry? Oh, maybe I even maybe with my wife or with my children. It makes me a murderer. That's what the word of God says. Let us not try to change or to minimize or to, to, to say anything that is just one aspect of what i told you what we do on the outside is just by what a tip of the iceberg the few murders we see about oh, they have been shot they have been shot there and we cry and we say oh why did they go they killed there the terrorists went and did that and we are up in arms and say we must bring them we incarcerated them and do what yet in our own families there are murders every day corpses are gathered you know littered all over in the spirit world because of your anger and my my anger hold that in your mind now, can you think about the amount of unforgiveness and bitterness that is present in the earth the amount of bitterness of the, and the word of god says when i am bitter i bring about defilement of many just one person being bitter It causes so many to be defiled. Just one person refusing to forgive and filled with resentment, it causes so many to be defiled. How much defilement is there then now? Because we are not living with with the word, I, or in the word. I live that with you and I live that with me. The Lord was laying this thing upon my heart and I... I was crying in my spirit i was crying as i was preparing this particular the word look at how much lust there is in right now in the world how many men are lasting after women and how many women are lasting after men and then we complain about the abortions we complain about uh, about, about the fornications and adulteries the ones that we see but how many are there in the hearts of men and women on either left, center, and right, as they walk on the streets, simply by looking at a woman or a man and laughing after him, the Bible says, already fornication has been done. How many rapes have been done on our streets? How many fornications have been done in our families? You know, name it all, all, all round about us. I want you to be real and look at yourself as I look at myself. And we get back to God and cry unto God, Father, restore us that we may be a people after your own heart in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I looked at it as it is like the whole earth, the whole earth, every square foot of, of, the, heart, of the whole earth is, at, and even every home, leave alone the earth, every home is mined. Do you know what mines are and how they are feared in war? That you know, you, but before you know you are walking over it, poop, your, your leg is gone. Yeah, and, and, and all your, even all your legs, all your ha- hands are gone. Everywhere, the whole earth is mined by our thoughts, by our words, by all these things. They are murders and unforgiveness and bitterness because we are not living with the Word or living in, a, in the Word or with the Word. Think about you know it is like even the whole atmosphere. It is littered with bullets, bullets and grenades and bombs and you know missiles, even nuclear heads. They are flying everywhere, headless kettler, you know, reaching out to targets unsuspecting targets that they are reaching out to be able to to blow them up. And I want you to imagine simply because we are not living with the word and abiding in the word. Think of the casualties. That there are i think florence touched that one one time think of the casualties that there are think of how many have been maimed when you think of the of the people who have been blown up by mines think of how many have been maimed by our thoughts by our words by our bitterness by our anger how many i want you to look in your heart as i look in my heart in the name of the lord jesus think of the fatalities the pitiful cries of the wounded that are reaching out and to God, because the Bible says He hears the cries of the needy and of the oppressed. Think of all those particular things. If God were to open your ears, and He opened my ears, and we could be able to hear the distressful sounds of mourning and wailing that are littered in the spiritual world because of what it is that is happening all round about us. May the Lord have mercy on us. When you have time, go and look at. James chapter 3, read from verse 12, verse 2 to verse 12. James chapter 3, verse 2 to verse 12. The Bible speaks about the tongue. He says the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. This small thing that we have here in our mouth. The Bible says it is a fire and a world of iniquity. We have a fire, we have a world of iniquity in our own mouth. Even us who are born again. And the Lord is calling on you and on me in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. My son, my daughter, live daily with and in the word so that that particular tongue of yours can be brought under control because our thoughts are manifested even in the tongue. Even before you talk it out, the Bible says, before I say a word, he knows it altogether, meaning our tongues speak even without us opening our mouth to be able to speak. That is how powerful our tongues are. And the Bible says, our tongues are a fire. So the thoughts we have, the desires and the emotions that we have, they are the power of our, our tongue, the power of our lips, which has not been tamed unless the word of God takes effect in your life and in my life. And I'm crying unto you as I cry unto myself. May we wake up and realize we get back onto the place where this world becomes precious more than anything else that you ever think of in life. Value it read it day in and day out listen to it if you can't read it put it on the text or on, the, on the, the internet gives you you can listen to it as it speaks across into your spirit and the lord will do wonderful things in your life listen to what it is that uh, he gives unto us one of the things i want to remember is that never forget that our views or the views of men and women of what is right or wrong will never change the word of god i will repeat again our views of what of what is wrong or right you know will never change what the word of god has said so it does not matter what men and women say and jump up and down and pass laws and say whatever they want to say what the word of god has said stands and stands forevermore it will not change and the father wants us to align ourselves to this particular word if we want to prosper, if we are going to live the life that he wants us to live. Our faith stands on the foundation of God's word and nothing else. So, listen to this he, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18 and 27. Listen to these words very clearly. They blessed my heart. This is what he says in Deuteronomy chapter 11, verse 18 through to verse 27. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine that is the lord saying therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your on your hand and they shall be as frontlets before your eyes you shall teach them to your children speaking of them when you sit in your house when you walk by the way When you lie down and when you rise up, you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Leave alone the house, the doorposts, even on the gates outside. That your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them. Like the days of heavens above the earth. Verse 22. For if you carefully keep all these commandments which I command you to do, to love the Lord your God, to walk in His ways, and to hold fast to Him, then the Lord will drive out all these nations from before you, and you will dispossess greater and mightier nations than yourselves. Every place on which the sole of your foot treads shall be yours, from the wilderness and Lebanon, from the river, the river Euphrates, even to the western sea, shall be your territory. Verse 25 No man shall be able to stand against you, and the Lord your God will put a dread of you and the fear of you upon all the land where you tread, just as he has said unto you. Behold, I set before you today a blessing and a curse. The blessing if you obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today. And what was one of the commands? Therefore lay up these words of mine in your heart, in your soul. Bind them as a sign on your your hands, like even like tattooing, almost like the word of God on your hand. And he says, and you know, put as frontlets before your eyes. That there it is ever before my eyes. When I'm going out, I see it at the door. I see it on the walls. I see it up to the gate. I speak of it when I rise, when I sit, when I lie down along the way. He says, wherever I am, I speak of it. And finally, remember what we have shared before. And we have said about the testimony of the Lord. The word of God is the testimony of God and as he says in psalms 19 verse 7 that the testimony of the lord essentially is his word it makes wise the simple who are the simple the simple are those who are willing to ponder on the testimony of the lord they are willing to ponder on his word now listen god knew that what will make israel unique in comparison to all the nations of the world he knew what will make them unique and he's giving you the same the same the same the same secret what will make you unique before all the peoples of the world he told them it is his word they were therefore to hang his word everywhere so that it is always in their face Have you seen when somebody wants to make you a noise and he puts it right in your face over and over and over again, whenever you turn yourself? That's what God is saying. I want to put my word right in your face. Even when you sleep, you can see it in your dreams. It is coming there. You try to turn that way. It is right there. You turn to... Why? Because it is life for you. For your flesh and for everything in Jesus' name. Shall we bow down our heads and pray?